Whenever you try to achieve something more, there will always be those people who are like crabs in a bucket who will try to pull you down. They will mock, they will ridicule, and some will even use their resources and make active efforts just to hold you back. But no matter how many times they pull you back down, no matter how many times you may get knocked on your butt, you've got to get back up and keep going. One of my most favorite quotes is, Lions do not concern themselves with the opinions of sheep. And in today's episode, I'll talk about what it means to be a lion among sheep, how this mindset will help you focus on your personal development and success, and I'll provide you some strategies you can implement in order to awaken the lion inside of you. You are a firefighter and an EMS professional. You are a part of a worldwide brotherhood of dedicated servants and you put your life on the line every day for others. Because of that, you deserve better. We are often our own worst enemies and it's time to own it. Let's work to improve and change the status quo. That change starts with us, right here, right now. In every situation we're faced with, as we see a need, we own it and we act. Be the ideal firefighter you would want on your crew. Be ignited. Hey everyone, my name is Ryan Rodriguez and I'm the founder of Ignited and your host for the Ignited Firefighter Podcast. The Ignited Movement is a brotherhood of firefighters who challenge the status quo through a forum dedicated to self-improvement and accountability. In each of these episodes, we discuss a myriad of different things challenging the fire service today from leadership and tactics to how to improve ourselves physically as well as mentally. We aim to civilize the mind but make savage the body. And even though the focus is on the fire service, topics and principles we discuss can be applied by professionals everywhere. That being said, let's light the spark. All right, if you guys have listened to this show for any length of time, then you'll know that I love movies. I love all kinds of movies. I'd spend some of the extremely hot 110 degree plus summer days during summer break inside air conditioned theaters watching the joint effort that is film play out before me. I love watching movies that show a culture that I'm not particularly familiar with or a part of, and exploring those movies that slide under the radar. One such movie is Pool Hall Junkies. I don't know if any of you out there have seen it. I don't know if you're, any of you out there are like, yeah, that's a good one. But I want to talk about a specific scene in it. Now, Pool Hall Junkies came out in 2002, and it's about a pool hustler who's got to get in the game or get back in the game in order to help his little brother who's gotten in deep in debt with an old pool shark, right? Sounds good. Uh, it's got some pretty great dialogue and some really good, amazing shots of people playing games of pool. I don't want to give away any spoilers, but I wanted to share a monologue that the great Christopher Walken has in this film. Now, if you didn't really have any interest in watching the movie before, you should want to watch it now for the mere fact that Christopher Walken is in it, right? Anyway. Here's the amazing monologue, not delivered in the style that only Christopher Walken can do. Maybe you guys will get me to do that one day for a fee. 
I don't know. But anyway, here it is. So he, he walks in and his, his sponsored player, who's like the main character of the show, is having a rough go and he's getting his butt kicked and he's in the bathroom and he's taking a break and he's washing his face, he's washing his hands and Christopher Walken comes in and he says, you watch those nature documentaries on cable? Do you see the one about lions? You've got this lion. He's the king of the jungle. Huge mane out to here. He's laying under a tree in the middle of Africa. He's so big. It's so hot. He doesn't want to move. Now the little lions come. They start messing with him, biting his tail, biting his ears. He doesn't do anything. The lioness, she starts messing with him, coming over, making trouble. Still, nothing. Now the other animals, they notice this, and they start to move in. The jackals, hyenas. They're barking at him. They're laughing at him. They nip his toes. They eat the food that's in his domain. They do this. Then they get closer and closer, bolder and bolder. Till one day, that lion gets up and tears the shit out of everybody. Runs like the wind. Eats everything in its path. Because every once in a while, the lion has to show the jackals who he is. We've been hired to do this job because we aren't afraid to charge into danger. We aren't afraid to get some scrapes and bruises in order to slay a fire. We work in conditions that are hot. We get tired. And the elements on the fire ground, like time and resources, are working against us, challenging us to fail. Why then do we have people around us who are trying to tear us down as well? I'll tell you why. Because they have low standards. Low standards of fitness, low standards of intellect, and low standards of how they treat the people around them. This causes them to feel inferior, as it should. However, it shouldn't cause them to lash out at the ones who are holding to a higher standard. What it should do is motivate those wallowing in their recliners to get up and do something worth a damn, to contribute. Now, I was talking to a guy on my crew a couple sets back, and we were talking about a current captain who has been on the job and in their captain role for years. And my crewmate made the comment that this captain is one of the biggest complainers of the current situation that we're facing. And I replied with the statement, well, just look at what he's contributed. Nothing. But he's a captain, my crewmate said. And I told him, well, that doesn't mean he's contributed anything. Just because you've shown up in uniform and done the job doesn't mean you're contributing anything. You're merely doing your job. You're checking the box. And that brings me to a very serious distinction that I'd like to make. Just because you've been doing the job for years and may even be a captain or an engineer or have promoted, that doesn't mean you've contributed anything to the legacy. You've bettered your situation, sure, absolutely. Maybe the most you've contributed is a bad attitude, and that's really no contribution at all. I've known guys who've been on for 35 years that are still contributing to organizations who treat them like garbage. They're becoming resources in all kinds of things, like SCBA technician, hazmat tech, TRT, all of these different things, so they can be 
more of a resource for their organization. I've known guys who've been on for 30 plus years who haven't contributed a single asset or resource. People on like health and wellness committees or whatever, who, who have nothing to do other than complain or ridicule. Not one of them has constructed a fitness plan or a health and wellness plan that they can leave for others to use in the organization. The same goes for new guys. I've known some new guys who once hired after they've played the game enough to slip through the cracks, they spend all day in the recliner not being of use. But I also know some really rock star firefighters who are constantly seeking ways to innovate and improve and contribute resources to their crews and their stations. It takes all kinds. And just like there are good doctors and bad doctors out there, there are good firefighters and bad firefighters. There are good mechanics and bad mechanics. But talking about the, the title of today's show, Be Lions, Not Sheep. A lion contributes. A lion is respected. A lion is a protector of the members of his pride. A lion is regal and has high standards for how they perform in their role. Otherwise, they, along with the ones under their care, will suffer and die. Well, what if you don't feel like a lion? Well, fortunately, there are some active steps you can take. The key word here being active. Remember, one of our core values here at Ignited is action. Words without action are nothing. So in that spirit, I'd like to share with you some principles along with things that you can do to become the lion you need to be for your organization, the people that you serve, and the people that you serve with. So I'd like to talk about health. I'd like to talk about wealth. I'd like to talk about relationships. I'd like to talk about self-discipline. And finally, mindset. So let's start with number one, health. According to Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, 25% of adults had two or more chronic health conditions in 2012. And in 2015, nearly 80% of adults didn't meet the recommendations for aerobic and muscle-strengthening physical activity. And over 75% of adults had some form of cardiovascular disease. The average person is not a healthy person. And if you've worked in the field for any given amount of time, you know this. Which means, by accepting the status quo, by being okay with being average, you're accepting and choosing to be okay with being unhealthy. Smoking, chewing tobacco, excessive drinking, eating unhealthy foods, and sedentary lifestyles are all contributors to this epidemic, and we know that. That's nothing new. We, as firefighters, are not average. We shouldn't be average. The public expects us not to be. We compete with thousands of other people to get this career, and we were chosen because we stood out above the rest. Make it mean something by holding to that high standard. Here are some ways that you can do just that. And if you've been listening for a while, then you know that I've talked about these things before, but they are always important. So, one of the considerations in regards to health is get up before sunrise. Now, this one's hard for me, personally, because I am not a morning person. I do not like to wake up to an alarm. I love my sleep. However, that doesn't mean that I have to needlessly stay up late on my off-duty days 
to live it up. Now, I've realized as I go to bed earlier, I naturally get up earlier. Duh. Like, big surprise, right? Getting to bed early on my off-duty days helps me make sure that I'm setting myself up for success when it comes to game day, when it comes to those on-duty days. If I'm sleeping in until 10 a.m. on those days, on my off-duty days, and then waking up at 6 a.m. when I have to go to work, then I'm setting myself up for a sluggish day that's out of the norm for my circadian rhythm. Keep in mind, you are given your off-duty days so that you can recover and recuperate from your shift. So take advantage of that. Don't live in a way to where you become the liability on your crew and your organization. I'm not saying that you have to rise and grind. Maybe you can wake up early, you can have your coffee, and read a book for an hour. Maybe you can take an early yoga class to help get your body moving. Maybe you can just sit on your front porch and set the tone for the day by going through some form of gratitude devotional. It's your time to do whatever you want with, but use it with purpose. Something else that relates directly to your health is taking cold showers. Now, I've mentioned this before, but it's important. I'm not saying that every shower you take should be a cold one. I'm not an extremist, right? What I am saying is that at the very least, you should be turning the temperature to cold for the final 10 to 60 seconds of your shower. You'll activate your lymph system. You'll purge free radicals that have been building up in your system. And your circulatory system will contract, right? Working the vascular walls so that things will be less likely to stick to them and cause plaque buildup. Now, speaking of plaque buildup, that comes from what? Cholesterol, right? Which is a result of eating poorly. So you want to eat healthy. Easier said than done, right? However, as you train your body, just like you train a dog, your body will respond accordingly. I'm training a client right now, and I told her that over the first two to four weeks, depending on her discipline with macros and exercise, her body would change its, quote, mentality and start to crave different things, healthier things. She didn't believe me. Kind of laughed in my face about it. But it has happened, and that switch has been flipped. You cannot argue applied science. But along with eating healthy, we know we have to exercise, and this is kind of a given in our profession. You have to be fit to do this job, period. If you're not fit, you're a liability, not only to yourself, but to the people that you serve and serve with. You will hear me say that all the time, because this job, you are there to serve others and serve with people. There's a reason there are firefighter calendars and not IT specialist calendars, okay? Not dogging on IT specialists, but when you sit in a chair all day, guess what happens? You get complacent. But this job demands that you are fit. Your health is your responsibility and no one else's. Take ownership of it and keep a high standard. Have a plan, stick to it, and make improvements. If you don't have a plan or you don't know where to start, I want to let you know that I have a 28-day workout program that I built for my organization, but I'm offering it to you for $28. So that's a dollar a day. In it, I give you a plan for four weeks worth of workouts. I walk you through each day, walk you through the plan, the reasoning behind it, and as you go, they'll get gradually, gradually more difficult, um, but you will be able to manipulate it as you see fit. It's kind of a template that you can use throughout your entire career. I put a lot of work into this, and I'm really proud of how it turned out. 
It's a digital document that you can view from your computer or mobile device. You can even print it out if you want to. And once purchased, you can immediately download it. I will go ahead and put a link to it in the show notes, or you can visit the website at www.ignitedff.com shop. All right, moving on to wealth. Now, I'm not necessarily speaking to financial wealth here. I'm talking about following your purpose. There is a lot to be said about financial wealth. Don't get me wrong. But what I'm talking about here is wealth of knowledge. Do what you can to make yourself invaluable to your team and your organization. Being invaluable means doing extraordinary work. It means doing the things that others are not willing to do. Taking the classes that no one else is taking. It means becoming a specialist in something. Maybe being the uh, ACLS instructor or PHTLS instructor, or maybe go to a conference uh, somewhere and learn new nozzle methods, whatever it is. Become a specialist in something. So whenever somebody has a question about SCBAs, they think, oh, that's the guy to go to. This is the guy to go to. Constantly seek opportunities to add value to your team by doing this. Keep taking steps forward and don't settle for average work. As you do this, you will find more purpose in what you do. And as a result, you will find more happiness and fulfillment. Moving on to relationships. Show others why they're a beast. Everyone wants to be a lion until it's time to do what lions do. When others are scared to take risks or get dirty or do difficult things, that's when a lion capitalizes. Sheep procrastinate. Sheep make excuses. Sheep look to others to see what they're going to do before they make a move. So when someone on your crew moves forward and shows that they're a lion, make sure they know it. Tell them. Tell them how impressed you were with something that they were able to skillfully pull off. Tell them how amazing it was to watch them de-escalate a situation. Make it known to them and your crew that you noticed and appreciate their bold actions and that it inspires you. We all love to hear that stuff, right? And when it's justified, it actually means something and it goes a long way in building your team. Now, speaking of your team, you want to qualify your sphere. You've heard me talk about that before in other episodes. And what this means is, is that you surround yourself with people who help you raise the bar and help you improve. You qualify your sphere of influence. Do not, for any reason, lower your standards to fit in. Surround yourself with people who want to see you succeed. This can be especially difficult in the fire service, where if you don't come in and take the abuse that your senior firefighters bestow upon you as some kind of initiation, then you're blacklisted. I'd much rather have a person on my crew who stands up for themselves, has self-respect, and holds to a personal code. Any day. A time I had to decide whether or not I would stick to my personal code was on graduation night of the fire academy. One of the senior firefighters brought over a tray of shots for us all to take. All eyes were on us. And then it came my turn. People wanted to see what I would do. Would I hold true? Or would I kowtow and betray my personal code that I had established decades prior for the sake of following the crowd? Well, I graciously 
declined. And I have to admit, I was made fun of, I was ridiculed, and I was told by several that they, quote, don't trust a man who doesn't drink. I was disheartened by their comments, but I held true to my standard, and I was the one who'd have to look at himself in the mirror. I was the one who would have to sleep at night knowing the kind of person I was choosing to be. Now, years later, when that firefighter retired, he told me that over the course of his career, there had only been a few times that he could remember when people showed outright integrity. And that instance of me turning down that shot was one of them. He shook my hand and he told me that he wishes there were more people who were willing to do that kind of thing in the fire service. Now, I don't tell you this story coming from a place of pride. I actually do it from a place of humility. I tell you because I endured years of ridicule and mockery for that decision. But in the end, what he told me that day validated my adherence to my personal code. And my point here isn't to demonize alcohol. Don't get me wrong. If you drink, I couldn't care less. The point is, I set a standard for myself, and when it came time to walk the walk, I did. Moving on to number four, self-discipline. Complete daily tasks. If you fail to plan, you plan to fail. I just had an episode on this, right? A lion has a plan. A lion knows what they're doing that day, and when they are ready to go to sleep at night, they have a plan for the next day. When you establish a list mentally or physically of what you need to do, you create a challenge for yourself, a challenge based in accomplishment. And no matter how small those accomplishments may seem, they are still way more than the average person is doing. If those people do anything at all, right? Based on those statistics that I shared with you, it's ridiculous. Also, don't waste your time. I spoke about being busy versus being productive. When you are purposeful in your action and productive rather than just busy, you make the most of your time. Sheep spend countless hours staring at their stupid phones or at TV screens. A lion uses their phone for getting shit done. They send emails, texts, they build relationships, they read and learn new information, they listen to podcasts or audiobooks. Lions use their phones as assets, not liabilities. They get stronger and faster, not slower and dumber. Please don't be ignorant of what's going on in the world. Just don't be consumed by it. Don't be a slave to it. Focus on your world and what you are doing with your time. When you're faced with urges that would otherwise distract you from your goals, and when you stick to your guns and remain disciplined, you will swell with pride. This is the right kind of pride. And your self-confidence will become unshakable. Last but not least, mindset. Read for an hour. I'm presenting this challenge to you. Read for an hour. I don't care what it is. Lions improve themselves every day, period. The person they are last month doesn't compare to the person that they are today. They are always growing either in knowledge, stature, or spirituality, or even all three. Sheep read one book a year, or even worse, quote, can't remember the last book they read. A lion uses the experiences of others to gain an advantage and sees the value in reading books that provide him those perspectives. 
A lion is a voracious reader and lets nothing get in their way. Something else you can do to help your mindset. Scare yourself. Do something different. A lion does something every day that is uncomfortable. It doesn't have to be huge or life-changing, but it does need to scare you just a little bit. Remember that cold shower that I talked about earlier? This is about making yourself uncomfortable and refining yourself to a point where you can be comfortable in your ability to be uncomfortable. It's not comfortable being in a fire for hours on end, hot, sweaty, tired. That's not comfortable. But it's your responsibility and it is your profession to be comfortable in your ability to be uncomfortable, especially in that situation. A sheep wouldn't dare break out of their safe daily routine. A lion knows that true growth only happens when you push yourself out of your comfort zone. Venture into new territory by learning maybe a new language. Read a book from an opposing political party. Do one more set at the gym than you'd normally do. Spend one day where all you eat is vegetables. Do something that makes you uncomfortable every day. We are the lions. We are the protectors. The protectors of our communities, the protectors of our fellow firefighters, and the protectors of our own families. Set your standards high. Work toward the lofty goals you set. Everyone has something negative to say about the goals you share until you achieve them. I've learned that actually achieving the goals that you set typically makes those naysayers shut up real quick. They're cowards. They're the sheep. So when it comes to knowing who you are and making the active choices every day to remind those jackals and sheep in your midst, remember, you are a lion among sheep. And that lions don't concern themselves with the opinions of sheep. All right, everyone. I'd really love you to go watch the video clip of Christopher Walken's monologue that I read off earlier. It's entertaining, but it's also super inspiring. There's a link to it in the show notes, so you don't have to go searching for it. And I'd mentioned the 28-day ignition workout program a bit earlier, but I have another quick announcement. There is a flash sale on all remaining hats in the Ignited Online Shop. All hats, $5 off. They're great quality. Like I personally work out with them and they get all sweaty and I can throw them in the wash. They don't get destroyed. Uh, I work with a local company here in Arizona that puts out some really amazing products called Branded Bills. I'll put a link to their shop in the show notes too. You can check out their other cool gear. But click the link in the show notes or visit www.ignitedff.com slash shop to order yours before they're all out of stock. Remember, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at IgnitedFF. One way you can become more directly involved is to join the Ignited Firefighter Podcast Facebook group. This is where we as firefighters and EMS professionals can come together and dive deeper into the topics discussed on the show. This community is for us. It's for you. Be a part of it. Engage. Get to know other people all around the world. Get to know what's, what they're facing, what issues they're facing within their organization. It's really inspiring and it's really 
uh, an interesting study and perspective as we learn from each other and we figure out what it is that we're, what challenges that we're facing and what we can do to meet those challenges. So thanks again for listening. And until next time, if you see a need, own it and take action. Be the ideal firefighter you would want on your crew. Be ignited.